Good morning, beautiful people. Beautiful people, good morning. Um, it What's today? Today's the 10th of June, and it's Wednesday, 2020. I'll be your host, uh, Mark Anthony, a.k.a. DJ Swift, and just here to let you know that you are beautiful, um, you're amazing, you are everything that you need to be. So everything that's inside of you, everything that you desire to be, everything that you want to do, and that authentic self of, of who you are is already inside. And so if you can just begin to meditate on that and begin to let that sink in, let that land, feel it, you know, like feel it in your chest, feel it in your shoulders, right? Feel it in your mind, in your face. <laughs> um, I have this saying and this sort of a, a reminder, actually, um, and it's misses. So it's M dot R dot S and it stands for melt, release and soften. And I stand on that. Like I literally stand on that for everything. Like if if I didn't know anything, um, if I didn't have any books, if I didn't have any teachers or gurus or coaches or mentors or anything like that, and I just knew this, this would get me to a place of of success where whatever that is to myself or whatever that is for you um this would get me because it it it, what it does is so the melting part the end part of the missus is just melting of the shit that you need to melt off your body physically so feeling your body go into your body right now feel your body like right now i'm pretty tense Um, and then I need to relax a little bit. And so I go into that and I just say, melt, melt that. (laughs) Let my face melt, let my ears melt, let my nose melt, let my jaw melt, let my shoulders melt, um, my stomach, my chest, let all those things melt, your toes, everything, your eyes. And then you go to the R, the release, releasing everything. Go ahead and release everything. Just release it. Release all the negativity. Um, I'm telling you right now, I know that stress and anxiety happens. I get that. I really, really do because I experience it um, on, on a daily basis. At the same time or parallel to it, because you have that opportunity and that choice, releasing things really helps. Releasing all those negativities, all those negative thoughts, all those negative things, like all those things that like just make you uncomfortable. Just release those things. What makes you happy? Like what brings you joy? What brings you that excitement? Who brings you that joy? Who brings you that excitement? What when you're with somebody and you're speaking with them and you're hanging out with them, what like is there like a feeling of like, man, I don't ever want to leave this person because they're, they're, they're just so attractive and not, not, I don't mean in a romantic way and maybe it's a romantic way too. Who cares? Right. Let that go too. let, let the all flow. And a lot of times letting it go doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, in relationship, romantic relationships, as it relates to me, let's just say, 
if I have a crush or if I like somebody, I don't just let them go. I'll let it go. Like, forget about them and then replace it with whoever is in here because I need to actually deal with that emotion and deal with it for real. I need to lean into that emotion. So releasing it doesn't necessarily just mean letting it go and just, oh, let it go. And then sometimes it means just fucking let it go. <laughs> let that thing just go out of your hands. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't um, bring you joy or bring you purpose. It doesn't align with who you are and what you're doing and where you're trying to go. So yeah, release that. Let that thing go. Let that thing go. Let that thing go. And then soften. And then soften is the last part. And that is really where I want women to be. Is, is And that's why it's misses. Because it's for everybody. This exercise is for it. And it's a simple exercise. It doesn't take... You don't need to be a rocket scientist. <laughs> you don't need to have... You can be poor. You can be rich. It does not matter. Because when you soften... You begin to soften your thoughts and you begin to soften your thoughts, which brings understanding because it's it softens your thoughts to this idea that, okay, not everybody's out there to get me. So there's a time for battle and time for war. But right now, as you're listening to this, is not that time for war and battle right now. In this 10, 20 minutes or whatever, it's the time to soften. So soften your forehead soften your jaw soften even your teeth your gums your eyes soften your muscles your blood soften soften your ass <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we hold a lot of tension in there like i don't know i've i've broken this thing down and so i personally have what i'm saying is what i I do every morning, every day to be able to, to function, to be able to bring joy. Like it, it excites me. And so a lot of times I notice, and I've talked about this before in, in old episodes, podcasts or whatever, um, I've talked about the release, the release and the soften of, I don't need your rectum, right? And a lot of people tense that thing up when it can be relaxed. The muscles there are already there to keep your shit inside. <laughs> so we don't want to release that. But we want to soften it too. Because it, the muscle is working whether we tighten it up. But when we tighten it up, it's, it's usually we're tense. You know, and then our stomach gets, and then our core gets tense. And then our chest gets tense. And then it's hard for us to breathe. But when we can release and soften and melt those things away melt release and soften those things away um it changes man it changes the molecular system of your body man it just it just does differently i'm not a doctor or a scientist i'm just just going off of sheer um behavior and results and me just testing it out on myself so that's that good morning yes 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 good morning i'm gonna sip my tea right now i'm sorry my coffee I make tea at nighttime for my little babies. And I usually end up drinking it too. Um, <laughs> chamomile tea is what, it, what we do. It's, it's great. Relaxes us. Puts us um, at 
at a good state. You know, um, we don't always have to be anxious and always have to be going and going and going and going. It's really good to be able to release those things and soften those things. Um, taking the fear, right, the fear and the anxiety of all the situations um, and taking those things and being able to break those things down, um, being able to recognize those things and being able to go into that fear, lean into that fear, right, um, is crucial. It, it, it can work, man. I'm, it, it is so amazing the results you get when you do these things. Um, cause you don't have to be perfect. I don't, you know, everyone's like, Oh, I'm not perfect. And this, this, and that. And so they choose to, and then they overwhelm themselves and, th- and then they choose to not do anything. And it's like, no, in any state, in any state, right. In any state you can, you can do certain things. So if I'm frustrated, so for example, today is my son's birthday and so we're getting a bunch of stuff ready. And so we've been doing this thing um, because my do- uh, one of my daughters, her birthday was smack dab middle in quarantine. And, you know, we couldn't go anywhere. No one can come over. Uh, oh, my wife, too, as well. So we brought the party to the house, of course. And then we did a little drive around, a little drive through, drive by, whatever. And... And so now today we're, we're doing that. So we have all the balloons all over the floor, covered the blue floors, covered in balloons. Um, we've print, printed out, my daughter's printed out all kinds of um, animals and stuff like that that my son likes for him to find and color. Um, he loves pandas and stuff like that. So it's like um, we got some pandas hiding around the house. Um, and then we're getting ready to go camping so we're gearing up for that this is our first camping trip so we're, we have we went from nothing and had to like accumulate all these things and so we're piecing everything together writing it down and all this other stuff organization ah i can't talk <laughs> um so we're doing all that and i can feel myself getting frustrated because i schedule my shows um episodes i schedule those things and i put them on the calendar and I stick to them as if it's my real job. So that's another thing. That's that's a whole nother. I'm going to be all over the place on this one. But the point is, is that is it's the feeling, right? The feeling of I was feeling frustrated because I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's already like past 830. Um, I was supposed to have this done and uploaded, um, but it's not going to happen. Um, and instead of being frustrated, say no, no. I'm going to stick to my schedule because it's easy for me to like get distracted. But the way I combat the distraction and procrastination for me is simply just making a schedule and then sticking to that, you know, having the mindset, it's all state of mind. So having the mindset of if, if I was going to work, how would you act if you were going to work? When you go to work, you like you get up. Yeah, you may not want to go. But you get up on time um, or not, but you try to get to the job on time. So if you have to be at work at seven, you, you, you're, at, you're there at seven and you're working, right? You have to be there at eight, you're working. So we give that time because it, it gets us a benefit of money. And so we get rewarded for being there. And that's why we go. We don't go for any other reason. Some people go because they love it. They actually love what they do. Some people go 
just because it's easy. They can do it. They're good at it. Um, Not necessarily they like it or anything like that, but it's just a job and it pays the bills. That's what people say. And they have this rhetoric and this this narrative. Um, But you give your time to this other entity. And so what I do is I say, well, why don't I transfer that and do that for myself? Why don't I become selfish, essentially, when it comes to my time? And so that's that's one of the ways. And what it does, it actually knocks down the anxiety and the like stress of it because it's on the schedule. Just do it. You know, it, it, it it's if it's on the schedule to record and to edit and to publish, then I just do that. I simply just do that. I simply record, edit and publish and I figure out what I want to write about. And I'm simple. I'm a total guy. Like I'm so simple. I, I don't go the foo I don't go into long. I'm like, here's a sentence. Boom. <laughs> here's a two words. Everyone knows me for that. Like I'm just, I'm caveman. It's called caveman style. It, hungry food. Now eat me food. Ha <laughs> happy. Like that is literally how I, it, it's just that simple. And so what it does again, it breaks down doing those things, putting it on the calendar for me helps me with that anxiety and that fear. So when it's time, if I'm feeling in that moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm behind schedule, da 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 da, then I go misses. I go M R S, M R S, misses. I hit that. Boom. Check myself. Boom. Where am I at? How do I feel? What do I need to do? What do I need to do to be able to get to a place to where I can invest in myself? So I'm hustling backwards in this this whole thing, just to give you a big picture, a big overview. I'm hustling backwards. So what does that mean? So hustling backwards to me is I'm coming from not having a ton of stuff like whatever success is like money. I don't have a ton of money. So I can't let necessarily right now. I can't be like, oh, let's go buy a house. Boom. I would have to save like I would have to do all kind of stuff just to get into that. Um, and this that's just where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? That's just where I'm at. And then circumstances and then just me understanding myself and me growing. You know, I'm at a place where um, this is it right now. You know, so this podcast, I do this one. I'm getting ready to do the live podcast um, or like live slash recorded um, to upload onto YouTube. So we have a YouTube page um, that we're gearing up to be able to upload these uh, live ones on there. And then hopefully my wife will be there with me and we'll be going through just what I go through here. You know, um, just some of the stuff that we go through in our relationship, just talking about um, some things that work for us and some things that don't work for us in our relationship. And we're coming from the space of just raw, raw and real, raw and real. Um, I figure what a better time right now. We're living in such in America or in the world. uh, The media has taken over everything. I mean, you can be a politician and get on the television right now and you could be a serial killer, rapist, <laughs> child molester, uh, everything. You could be all those things. Get on television, social media and say some 
craziness or some amazing thing and people are going to believe you. It's just what it is. It's crazy. It's like, man, you could be standing in the desert and put a background up, put a suit on, this half a suit, you can and no one would ever know. It's it's all it's all a show. To me, that's how I view it. I'm just like, my goodness gracious, this looks like a TV show. All of it. All of, all the news going back and forth. It's all on there's only a few there's only a few stations. And so I I digress. I'm going off topic now. Um but anyway, we, we want to uh, put those on as raw and real. We want to put those on as raw and real. This is us. This is our relationship. Um, and and build a community from that. You know, build a community. Build a community that um, is can be sustainable within itself to a certain degree. To a certain degree. Obviously... I'm not trying to build a car, but we still have cars and stuff like that. But it's like, how do we um, make and grow our own food, right? That's that's number one. Want to grow our own food. Um, clothes, how do we make our clothes? How do we do that? Boom, how do we build our own homes, right? With the, the different supplies and stuff that we can gather, that we can purchase also. But if we can gather some things... Um, and use things that are everlasting. Use wood that is natural, that expands, and that that does what it needs to do. <clears throat> that is naturally there. Because one of the things I want to have in my home, or not have in my home, is paint. I want to stay far, far away from paint as possible. If I can get away with zero paint awesome if I have to paint a little bit it'll happen but in our home that we want to build and so it's hustling backwards it it's coming from these ideas and having nothing to just figuring it out so that's about putting the shit on the calendar (laughs) gotta put the shit on the fucking calendar Um, you have to write this shit down so that you can attack this you can do these things. You can have you have a point of origin. You have a point of destination and then you connect it to and you do everything that you can during the day, every single day to get to to that to that goal. So you find that one thing and, and you just do that thing every single day. You just do that thing every day. <laughs> All day. All day. Take another sip of my coffee. Cool. Let's see here. Um, What am I reading here? I'm reading some interesting things. A couple books that I'm reading here. This is the book segment. I'm going to be dropping some stuff that I read. And it's not going to last a lot because I don't have a lot of books that I read. But um, what I'll do is name that book and then you can go buy it or whatever. Uh, it's pretty. Do- I'm not like sponsored by any of this stuff. I'm just doing it just f- literally for fun. Raw and real. But the new Jim Crow. 
I'm reading that regarding the mass uh, incarceration. So mass incarceration um, book. It's by Michelle Alexander. Um, so I haven't. I'm just. I when I say reading, I just bought it and I'm getting ready to dive into it. Um. Also, I bought the second coming of the KKK. That's crazy. It's called the Ku Klux Klan of the 1920s and the American Political Tradition by Linda Gordon. <laughs> the Second Coming of the KKK. Um, so that's going to be another book that I'm going to be reading. Should be interesting. It should be interesting. I have for about five and a half, six years or so. Um, worked closely with the jail system and I can tell you some of the things that I've learned, some of the things that I observed, uh, cause that's what I do. I observe, I observe when I'm in, that's really why I work. I work, I do work for money, <laughs> but I also work to observe because I want, I want to understand. And so I want, I wanted to understand the system of jail and, um, I got a pretty good understanding. I don't know all the details, but I got a pretty good understanding about it. Um, and these are the things that that I've asked and, and people have told me about. Um, and mainly I wanted to see like firsthand what people felt, what people like, what were people going through? And so I did. I did that. Um, it was shocking. It was, it was very new. At first, I was very sad. Um, the first, after I learned about my job and how to do it when I was working at the jail, um, after I learned everything and got everything down, it was very sad. I was very sad um, because I was very close with the inmates. And I, I knew not everything about them, but enough to, to know why they're there. Um, and a little bit about their personal life, um, certain relationships, you know, um, it's, it's just sad. It's just crazy meeting people, meeting people that I never thought I would ever meet and, and know that they're like rapists, you know, that was hard. The, The molesters and the rapists were hard because you it could be anybody <laughs> it all of these things have no respect of a person it could literally be anybody because it's like one false move for a man it's a rap i mean i met a guy who was like who was in there for kidnapping and it's like this is just a guy who is just is hard no not a lot of love and his life like just goes down the list and it's like man it's just one bad thing after the next bad thing and then here he is locked up for kidnapping and it's like how did that even happen and so it was interesting talking to him um i knew the story and then i he told me the story and it was just a simple like you know those have you ever seen in relationships, have you ever seen, uh, I, I've seen it one time. 
Um, and I don't ever want to see it again. But domestic violence on the road. <laughs> uh, not funny. I don't know why I laughed. But it it, it, it sounds funny because it's just, it's just on the road. So what it is, what I what he did and, and what I've seen once is, you know, him and his, he was driving and him and his girlfriend got into a big old fight, a fist fight. And she wanted to get out. He wouldn't let her. And it just blew up, slamming doors. I mean, all kind of just, just, it probably looked like, it probably looked like a full on fist fight, you know, the way he was describing it. I'll just leave it like that. And so he naturally, right? The guy's going to get in trouble. The girl's not going to get in trouble. Um, she she wasn't. She she called kidnapping and boom, done. He's, it's a wrap for him. For the time being, right? Whatever he got, 15 months, a year, whatever it was he got. Um, and then who, who knows if he has bail or not. Um, she'll, she might even go back to him, you know what I'm saying? But I've seen it. I mean, I actually seen it out here. It happened in front of my house where there was a guy, there was a girl who, so I was watching TV at my house and all I hear is help, help. He's trying to kill me. Like, and I'm like, what the heck? I just thought it was like another movie or something in someone's house. And... And then I hear this. You can hear the voice running up and down the street behind me because I'm on the couch and the street is behind me. And she's running back. I'm in my living room. She's running back and forth. It sounds like like just screaming like for help. And I thought like, oh, my gosh, like what the heck? And then I thought like, well, is somebody chasing her? Because I don't want her to come to my door. And then this fool comes in chasing her behind, you know, and I'm just like, so I'm like, turn off the lights, turn off the TV. And it gets crazier. She's, I mean, she is screaming at this point, screaming, running up and down, asking for help. Like, please help me, please, please, please help me. So I call the cops. And the cops show up. And then it was this guy who was driving around with her, following her, and he was trying to get her back in the car. And I was like, oh my gosh, what the heck? Like, and she's over here trying to ask for help. So I'm like, whoa. So the cops had come already. And so then I come outside and come to find out she, she either was, I'm talking like super high. I, I, I don't know what drug does this to to people, but the way she looked when I actually saw her and what she was saying, it like it just got worse as the night went on, as the time went on, it just got worse. And she I mean, it was just weird. I can't even explain it. Like it was like she did it was she was speaking as if she didn't know this guy. And it was like it was like he kidnapped her and her kid. This is what she was saying like she and then she was saying he's trying to kill me blah blah blah. the guy looked pretty calm um pretty chill but the girl i mean she was on something like big time man she was like 
falling over. It was just all bad. So anyway, why do I say that? He, they needed to, to to melt and relax and soften. That's what they needed to do. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know why I said all that. But it's all good, though, because this is my show. I does. I does what I want. Um, so, oh, I was talking about mass incarceration. That's why. And and just like, I mean, I've met a guy who was filthy rich. I mean, this guy never, never been in jail in his life. Never been in jail. Owns some company. We were talking to each other and he owns some major company. He's some millionaire, right? Some rich dude. And he found himself in jail. And so I am the liaison. That's my job. Is Part of my job was the liaison between the outside world and to the inmate. So he was like, man, I need, I don't have anything. I don't have my checkbook. I don't have this. I don't have that. Like how I'm supposed to pay this child support. And I haven't been paying it for years, forever. It was like, he owed like... 25 G's or something like that something crazy it was it was a lot and so his mom came down I brought the she brought the check and so I'm able to take that check and into him and have him sign it and then she's going to put the amount on it and that's just how that works I had that power to do that at that time and when I went in there he was hot boy he I went into the jail into his cell and he was just hot he's like I can't believe this is fucking happening what is going on here like my life like this woman is trying to blah 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 and she wins you know she wins she wins the 25 grand and I don't know if he's in his kid's life or not I hope so because he's got a man up but he's just like, and he was crying because he's like, I've never been in jail before. Like, I don't even know how I got here. Like, I'm a CEO of a company. Like, how in the hell did I get here? <laughs> you know, so it's it's that. It's like, and he stayed there. They keep him there because, you know, they got, they get money for that. They get money. So anyway, those are some of the books I'm reading. Um, Those are my personal stories. And... I'm sure when I really dive into this book, uh, the new Jim Crow, uh, talking about mass incarceration in the age of um, uh, Michelle Alexander. What is this? New York West. I can't say this word, but colony, colon, collaborativeness. I don't know what that word is. You'll you'll see it. It doesn't matter. Um. And then the KKK book. Because that's just, it's just, I bought these books a while ago, actually. And now I'm going to read them now. Um, just because I, that's what I like doing. And I read two books at a time. So I read like, I have two books. That, the way I do it is I go from like a, like a relationship style or something to do with um, sexual energy or something to do with um, relationships it's usually about sex. Uh, most of my books are about sex um, that I read. Um, I think sex is fascinating. It's it, it's it, it's interesting to me. It fascinates me that humans are engaging in this this thing, and and it's so powerful, and it's such a secret. You know, it's such a secret. Don't don't say anything. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> 
it's like, why? How do we get here? How do we get dogs walking around this? fucking everything you know what i'm saying and we got as humans the the most intelligent we have to hide everything and i'm not saying that we should go around having sex in public that's not what i'm saying um if you do that then make sure that no one else sees you know what i'm saying because that's not, we didn't ask for that you know um find some spot where no one's gonna find you cool it's all consensual great exhibitionist Right, I think that's what it's called. Awesome, not knocking that. Go do your thing. Um, and so, a lot of the books that I read are about just the energies of of sex. And there's a lot of insecurities when you start diving into these things and start reading, like these um, psychologists and reading about these coaches and these mentors um, about the fears that people have around sex. is It's crazy. It's really insane, you know, because it's like, how do we get, how are we, the, the, mo- the thing that's perpetuating our existence, it, it's the, it's the very thing that we fear. You know, we fear being naked. It's like being naked is, a, is being afraid. And like, what is that? You know, how do those things happen? Well, those things happen because of conditioning and we buy into it. We buy into all the bullshit conditioning. And we buy into everything that they give us in media. This mass media, this math, you want to control everything. So you, you, you have this mass media that controls everything. Like I said in the beginning, you can, I can get on stage, I can get on film and say all this stuff and it, how it affects people is crazy. And that's why I want to do the raw and real because it's just really just us. This is, this is us. You know, this is really us. You know what I'm saying? Not that fake ass show that we all love and watch all the time. That's got us gripped and crying and laughing all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not that fake ass show. But this is really us for real, for real. You know, um, for real, for real. And it's a trip. It's a journey. It's interesting. Um, the way I go about doing the way I learn is very unorthodox um, I learn by just diving into something uh, and I learn by just failing because I don't know how else to do it <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I learn by you know um, just doing and so uh, in our relationship we my, my wife and I um, I say wife because that's what you identify with that's the language that you use um i don't use that language but because it doesn't wife doesn't make sense to me because it's it's a literally a made-up word when you do the research i'm not going to get into that right now but go digging right and a lot of people go well i read the bible already i know what i know what a wife is and it's like okay (laughs) awesome cool (laughs) great uh that's not what i'm talking about uh, but Tamara, I like to call her name because she is a person. She's not a wife, right? She, the wife, anyone can be a wife. I can be a wife. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you just took what all these different characteristics, what if I did those characteristics? Am I a wife now? Anyway, let me digress. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Shoot, forget it. Today is one of those days. Today is one of those days where. Um, you get me at a all over the place, right? 
you're just getting that conversation. You're just getting that that mind. I'm just giving you my mind right now. So sometimes it goes, sometimes it it's here. Um, it all depends on what is needed and what needs to be said. Um, I, I go sheerly off of the spirituality of my gift and the gift that was given to me and the powers that I have. I go off those things and I speak off of those things. And so um, I'm not really concerned about, well, I am and I'm not at the same time. Um, I do believe that people can get it. People's brains are, are quick to pick up stuff. And so that's that. The main topic of this of this podcast or the main idea of this podcast is really um, combating the anxiety and fear. How do we get into our body, get into the feeling of our body, identify the anxiousness? Where is it coming from? Because I can I I can pinpoint it. It's usually in my in my core or in my ass. That little pucker, that little rectum, right? It's always tense. You want to loosen that shit. <laughs> Don't let the shit come out, but just loosen it, right? It's in my feet. Um, it's in my head. It's in my neck. And so if I can begin to melt and release and soften all those different areas in my body physically, then I can begin to manifest some, some amazing results. I can begin to manifest some amazing results. And um, one of my earlier podcasts, I have a story in there about going to a house party and feeling the energy of particular people and myself and what it was doing. Because everything that I do, I don't do anything by mistake. I literally say things that I'm looking for reactions because that's how I learn. I'll say, I'll tell people like, hey, I'm gay. You know what I'm saying? Just to just to see what their response is and, and just to start a conversation. Um, I don't always do that. I have. Um, but it's it, it that's a shocking thing. If, if someone knows me and they're like, wait, what? You know, or if I'm talking to like a Christian or something, a religious person. Right. I'll say stuff like that just to just to see, because that's how I learn. That's it. I'm not trying to be sneaky or anything i'm just that's how i learn i'll let them know i'm just learning i'm just learning like when i said that what was your reaction like what was your how did you feel when i said that as a christian you know um there's uh there's a girl who uh let's see what did i i don't know if i dated her but it was like uh it was a short fling uh not like a one night stand but like it wasn't like a long relationship but um it was interesting because a lot of i'm gonna switch gears here so a lot of uh african-american people black people um, a lot of girls in general i guess their favorite position their favorite sex position is doggy style and me personally i can't stand that i don't know what it is i don't i i enjoy it but it's not like when you hear guys talk and girls talk about it, it's like, bruh, like, like, it's like you done gave them a million trillion dollars. And I'm like, what do you do? And it's like, OK, like what? All right, cool. Um, it's great. Doggy style is great. But 
I'm that person who is like, let me do things backwards. You know, no pun on that one. Um, let me do things differently. And this, this girl, um, she didn't like it. She was, she didn't like, um, doggy style. I was like, Whoa, that's new. That's new. You're first. And there's a few after that, after I spoke to some other girls, they, they don't like it either. I'm just like, Oh shoot. That's crazy. Cause it's like, I feel like at least on Instagram, maybe on social media, you know, the girls, you know, they're just like, Oh yeah, dog. I love dog. I love it. And maybe cause they like it. Cause guys like it and black guys like it. I'm a black guy. I don't like it. I do it, but it's not like it. it I'm not like, Oh my gosh. I totally like get like super turned on. Um, that nah, it, it's not even the case. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it missionary. I met two girls so far, maybe three, maybe including my wife. That's firsthand. The other two were just, were just talking, but they, they like missionary. And I was like, why? But this one, I don't know about that. I didn't get into it with this other person, but why? Because it's, it's the eye contact and the connection. And I'm like, ah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense because everyone's different. For me, eye contact is, is huge. Eye contact <laughs> kind of, eye contact trumps doggy style. Doggy style is amazing. But eye contact, you can even do doggy style and eye contact it's something about the eyes. It's something about the eyes. It's something about looking in someone's eyes um, when you're when you're that vulnerable. Is it is it's mind blowing. You're just like whoa, and you go to different places. And so those are the kind of books that I read and 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 learning how to do those things, learning how to harness your um, your orgasm, letting it go through your body and actually feeling it. So for the girls, girls, women, you guys can do this. Some, not everyone, but, but there's some women that know how to do it a lot better. Men just know like, ejaculate, you know, that, that shit could be like two minutes, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I've experienced an orgasm where I didn't ejaculate. Oh my gosh. It was so, I was like, basically... I felt the orgasm, how do I explain this, 100% through my entire body, like through my skin, my fucking eyeballs, everything, like it was just like, and I remember just like, I think I stopped, (laughs) like I was still going, like I was still continuing, I was, I was, I didn't get soft or anything, but like, I stopped and I was like, what was that? I think it's happened to me twice. Um, it's happened to me twice. And in my mind, I'm just like, that it was powerful. It almost it it's so powerful that it just makes you laugh. You just you just laugh because you there's nothing else for you to do. Cause you're just like, whoa, did I just experience that? Like way better than a roller coaster, way better than traveling, way better than food. 
Like at that moment, it was just like you can live on that moment. You can sustain your whole entire life on that fucking moment. It was amazing. Um, yeah, so these are these are the types of books like one of the books that I read. It, it's it's my Bible, basically, if, as far as it as far as uh, relationships and sex goes. It's not my Bible for life. But as far as that particular aspect of my life, uh, relationships and sex, it's it's my go to. It is my go to. Um, it's phenomenal. Change my life. Change my life. <laughs> it's a wrap. And I read it again and again and again because it keeps changing my life. It keeps getting better and better and better every day. It gets better and better and better and better. So that's that homeboy, homegirl. You are amazing. You are dope. You are beautiful. You are worthy. Be the best and fuck the rest. Peace.